What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Section 18 of Report of the President's Commission on the Assassination of President Kennedy. The Warren Commission Report. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Report of the President's Commission on the Assassination of President Kennedy. The Warren Commission Report by the President's Commission on the Assassination of President Kennedy. Chapter 4. The Assassin. Part 7. Oswald's Arrest. The Texas Theater is on the north side of Jefferson Boulevard, approximately eight blocks from the scene of the Tippett shooting, and six blocks from where several witnesses last saw Oswald running west on Jefferson Boulevard. Shortly after the Tippett murder, police sirens sounded along Jefferson Boulevard. One of the persons who heard the sirens was Johnny Calvin Brewer, manager of Hardy's Shoe Store, a few doors east of the Texas Theater. Brewer knew from radio broadcasts that the president had been shot and that a patrolman had also been shot in Oak Cliff. When he heard police sirens, he, quote, looked up and saw the man enter the lobby, end quote, a recessed area extending about 15 feet between the sidewalk and the front door of his store. A police car made a U-turn, and as the sirens grew fainter, the man in the lobby, quote, looked over his shoulder and turned around and walked up West Jefferson towards the theater, end quote. The man wore a T-shirt beneath his outer shirt, and he had no jacket. Brewer said, quote, He just looked funny to me. His hair was sort of messed up, and looked like he had been running, and he looked scared, and he looked funny, end quote. Mrs. Julia Postal, selling tickets at the box office of the Texas Theater, heard police sirens, and then saw a man as he, quote, ducked into, end quote, the outer lobby space of the theater near the ticket office. Attracted by the sound of the sirens, Mrs. Postal stepped out of the box office and walked to the curb. Shortly thereafter, Johnny Brewer, who had come from the nearby shoe store, asked Mrs. Postal whether the fellow that had ducked in had bought a ticket. She said, quote, no, by golly, he didn't, end quote, and turned around, but the man was nowhere in sight. Brewer told Mrs. Postal that he had seen the man ducking into his place of business and that he had followed him to the theater. She sent Brewer into the theater to find the man and check the exits, told him about the assassination, and said, quote, I don't know if this is the man they want, 
but he is running from them for some reason end quote. she then called the police at one forty five p m the police radio stated quote, have information a suspect just went in the texas theater on west jefferson end quote. patrol cars bearing at least fifteen officers converged on the texas theater patrolman m n mcdonald with patrolman r hawkins t a hudson and c t walker entered the theater from the rear other policemen entered the front door and searched the balcony detective paul l bentley rushed to the balcony and told the projectionist to turn up the house lights brewer met mcdonald and the other policemen at the alley exit door stepped out onto the stage with them and pointed out the man who had come into the theater without paying the man was oswald he was sitting alone in the rear of the main floor of the theater near the right center aisle about six or seven people were seated on the theater's main floor and an equal number in the balcony mcdonald first searched two men in the center of the main floor about ten rows from the front he walked out of the row up the right center aisle when he reached the row where the suspect was sitting mcdonald stopped abruptly and told the man to get on his feet oswald rose from his seat bringing up both hands as mcdonald started to search oswald's waist for a gun he heard him say quote, well it's all over now end quote. oswald then struck mcdonald between the eyes with his left fist with his right hand he drew a gun from his waist mcdonald struck back with his right hand and grabbed the gun with his left hand they both fell into the seats three other officers moving toward the scuffle grabbed oswald from the front rear and side as mcdonald fell into the seat with his left hand on the gun he felt something graze across his hand and heard what sounded like the snap of the hammer mcdonald felt the pistol scratch his cheek as he wrenched it away from oswald detective bob k carroll who was standing beside mcdonald seized the gun from him the other officers who helped subdue oswald corroborated mcdonald in his testimony except that they did not hear oswald say quote, it's all over now end quote. deputy sheriff eddie r walthers recalled such a remark but he did not reach the scene of the struggle until oswald had been knocked to the floor by mcdonald and the others some of the officers saw oswald strike mcdonald with his fist most of them heard a click which they assumed to be a click of the hammer of the revolver testimony of a firearms expert before the commission established that the hammer of the revolver never touched the shell in the chamber although the witnesses did not hear the sound of a misfire they might have heard a snapping noise resulting from the police officer grabbing the cylinder of the revolver and pulling it away from oswald while he was attempting to pull the trigger two patrons of the theater and john brewer testified regarding the arrest of oswald as did the various police officers who participated in the fight george jefferson applin jr confirmed that oswald fought with four or five officers before he was handcuffed he added that one officer grabbed the muzzle of a shotgun drew back and hit oswald with the butt end of the gun in the back 
no other theater patron or officer has testified that oswald was hit by a gun nor did oswald ever complain that he was hit with a gun or injured in the back deputy sheriff walthers brought a shotgun into the theater but laid it on some seats before helping subdue oswald officer ray hawkins said that there was no one near oswald who had a shotgun and he saw no one strike oswald in the back with a rifle butt or the butt of a gun john gibson another patron in the theater saw an officer grab oswald and he claims that he heard the click of a gun misfiring he saw no shotgun in the possession of any policeman near oswald johnny brewer testified he saw oswald pull the revolver and the officers struggle with him to take it away but that once he was subdued no officer struck him he further stated that while fists were flying he heard one of the officers say quote, kill the president will you End quote. it is unlikely that any of the police officers referred to oswald as a suspect in the assassination while the police radio had noted the similarity in description of the two suspects the arresting officers were pursuing oswald for the murder of tippett as oswald handcuffed was led from the theater he was according to macdonald quote, cursing a little bit and hollering police brutality end quote. at one fifty one p m police car two reported by radio that it was on the way to headquarters with the suspect captain fritz returned to police headquarters from the texas school book depository at two fifteen after a brief stop at the sheriff's office when he entered the homicide and robbery bureau office he saw two detectives standing there with sergeant gerald l hill who had driven from the theater with oswald hill testified that fritz told the detective to get a search warrant go to an address on fifth street in irving and pick up a man named lee oswald when hill asked why oswald was wanted fritz replied quote, well he was employed down at the book depository and he had not been present for a roll call of the employees end quote. hill said quote, okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary forward prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details